Welcome to the Amy Rushworth Show. I'm your host, Amy. I'm so glad you're here. I'm an empowerment and sexual wellness coach, breathwork teacher, podcaster, course creator, badass bitch, and a globally recognized thought leader on empowerment. And I'm here to help you if you're ready to fuck off the rules and create a life of unashamed, unapologetic pleasure and deep, deep confidence. I have a burning passion for the taboo and naughty areas of womanhood that we're not supposed to talk about, such as sexual wellness, bold self-expression, defying social expectations, and so much more. The topics that we're typically taught to shut up about or be ashamed of are the conversations I live for, and those are the kind of juicy, soulful chats that are going down on this show. My intention is for you to step into your most outrageously free, unapologetically expressed version of you. So if that sounds like a vibe, let's fucking go. Are you ready? Hello, hello, welcome. I am recording this for the podcast as well as Instagram Live. So I'm excited for some of you to join me live on Instagram and some of you to catch up on the podcast. If you're joining, say hello, let me know how you are. I'm excited to drop in and I will say I'm a tiny bit nervous because it's been so long since I went live and I used to go live all the time. I think it's been more than six months since I've done a live video. So it's good to be here, but I am a little bit nervous as I get my groove back. So this transmission, this video that I wanted to do is a topic that's really close to my heart. It's a part of a lot of my teachings and it's a really big part of my life's path as well because I'm a 3-5 in human design and so if you're a 3-5 as well you'll know <laughs> our life is full of twists and turns and actually that's by divine design but I think we all have seasons in our life twists and turns challenges that we go through really beautiful highs and sometimes really like deep painful lows and part of my teachings and how I like to guide my clients and my community is showing you that there is wisdom and beauty in all of it. And this also kind of marries in and weaves into the work that I do with, you know, helping women to be sexually well, to trust their bodies, to tap back into their cycle and their cyclical rhythm because trusting the seasons of our life is in some ways a remembrance that we are part of nature too. And I think the world sort of tricks us out of that truth or uh, leads us or distracts us to think that we always need to be winning. We always need to be in these like peak moments of our life. But the truth is there's so much wisdom, so much healing in embracing the different seasons of your journey, including the dark seasons, including the seasons that burn everything to the ground and you're starting afresh. Now, to give a bit of context, this is particularly close to my heart at the moment because I've been through a huge year, probably actually like more like 18 months 
of personal transformation, change, stripping things back, things dying, new things being born. And that's also the reason that I've been a little bit more, not quiet, but a little bit more inward, sharing less of my life and just being on less videos and stuff as well, because I've been really honoring this sort of season of pause in my life and coming back to basics and letting things die so that the new path or the new way forward or the new self can come forward. And I think it's important for me to share this as a leader of some capacity um, because there's a lot of narrative and a lot of story in all the worlds and all the industries of leadership that say, you know, growth is linear, growth is vertical. But what I've personally found is that growth is more like a spiral and a deepening. And there are seasons where there is that like vertical growth and everything in your life is amazing. And there are also seasons where everything is fucked <laughs> and everything is dying and it feels dark and we look for our light in those moments. So I, uh, I love like sort of almost like writing poetry and writing ideas and things that I'm percolating on into the notes in my uh, phone. And I wrote a ton of notes around this relationship of trusting the seasons of our life to the actual relationship or the dynamics that we see in nature. And so part of, I think, the sense of unease or the sense of feeling disempowered or the sense of not feeling worthy and whole and complete that a lot of women that I know struggle with is because they are in a period of darkness or they're in a period of confusion in their life and they make it wrong. They make it mean like, oh, I'm not good enough compared to all these people or I should always feel happy or I should always be having the same success or my success should always be growing at all times. And so instead of that darkness being like this really deep, fertile, like place, it becomes this place that we fear or we hide or we compare to someone else's season of summer and growth. And this is like also true if we think of something like fire, right? There are gonna be seasons in your life and probably if you're a spiritual seeker on your path of healing or your path of making your dreams happen where things are great and then there are gonna probably be seasons where everything feels like it's burning down to the ground, right? Love me a fire metaphor being a Leo. <laughs> so there are seasons where we feel like we are on fire, like in the best way, we're ignited, we feel passionate, we feel so aligned and it almost feels like time is collapsing because things are just happening so organically and in such an amazing way. But there are also seasons that feel really difficult where we feel like we're being burned, where we feel like everything around us is falling away or we thought something was gonna happen on a certain timeline for us or we thought we were gonna be with someone forever or we thought that this is the direction that we were going in with our spiritual path or our business, whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden it all just burns to the ground. 
we can in those moments really feel I guess like victimized by life or we can be having those moments where it's like God why are you doing this to me I know that I've been there if you resonate and you've been there or maybe you're there at the moment let me know in the comments if you feel called to but what I've sort of come to understand if we think about that metaphor of fire or things burning down yes fire is often thought of as like this destructive force it does destroy but if we look to nature fire is actually a regenerative force in nature it's integral to the health of the ecosystem so even though you know, I'm from Australia, right? So there's fires there all the time. Um, and in Australia, you even create fires as well to keep like certain parts of the bush healthy. And this is like a known like way of life and taking care of the earth when you live on the earth or you live in the bush in Australia. But when you, I guess, just walk in and you see all the destruction that the fire has made on a first impression or assumption, you can go, fuck, it destroyed everything. This is tragic. This is awful. But if we look to like the deeper meaning and purpose of what wildfires do, they're actually cleaning things up. So they are creating necessary change. They are you know, turning uh, like the forest floor and like the debris and the things that are rotting, they are like clearing those things out from the forest. And so it looks like destruction, but it's actually a regenerative force that just feels really intense, right? Or seems really intense. And part of what fire also does is it nourishes the soil and it reduces the competition for nutrients in the forest floor or in the bush and that allows trees to grow stronger and taller and it burns away things that are already dead things that are decaying so that you know things can grow so that diseases can be eradicated so that plants and insects can thrive but it's so funny isn't it because if we look at that metaphorically in our lives when something's on fire or burning down we just feel like we're being punished or we think you know these stories of like oh i'm not aligned i can't believe this happened like how do i push through this how do i fix it all right sometimes we have to let things burn down i know for me i've been letting a lot of things burned down. I've been letting parts of my service and my business burn down. I've been letting them go. I've been burning away parts of my identity that kind of seemed truthful in the past, but are no longer true. No longer things that I want to rely on for my self-perception and my sense of wholeness and I've spoken a little bit about this over the last 10 months or so even though I've been more in my sort of quiet season now if we think of winter right 
who who is in winter if you're in the northern hemisphere we're like in winter at the moment in australia and stuff it's getting hot uh, but we also can have these metaphorical seasons of winter in our life path as well and in my experience and the experience of the women that i talk to who are like high achievers or perfectionists or uh you know business owners or you know they like to have their shit together all the time you know winter metaphorically and and for some of us also seasonally winter creates this for us um this is like a harder season for us to really embrace or to really like because of course <laughs> we want it to be spring and summer right it's really nice when things are growing and flourishing in your life it is really beautiful when you feel joyful and you feel uh, magnetic to all your desires and everything's just flowing right of course we love that we're humans right we want to be happy and we want to feel pleasure and fulfillment and like we can also make sense of things that are happening but often we resist the periods of slowness and the winter periods not only in say a business but in our lives our relationships our growth and actually winter in my view and my experience as much as my conscious mind doesn't like it so much um, is such a time of growth but it just doesn't look like the kind of growth that we've been conditioned to celebrate we've been conditioned to celebrate you know the big wins the things that are impressive celebrations to share with the world you know these are different for all of us depending on our context and how we've been raised and what we value but we do tend to do that what we don't always see or what we're not always witness to is the power in our periods of darkness a power that we find within ourselves when we're going through a hard time it's really easy to be like yeah i'm powerful when everything's going great i feel like it's a different flavor of power to be like wow circumstantially all of this stuff is happening and it doesn't like feel great it's not what i thought i wanted but i can feel a deeper level of my power here and i know i'm still whole and i'm learning and i'm growing through all of it and we see that in winter right winter kind of looks like everything's dead and everything's dormant but that dormancy that we see in winter in nature is actually like the 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 natural rhythm the natural um cycle of nature is preparing for the next season it's preparing for um the force that those plants need to grow and to be born anew you know as fresh buds or to burst through the snow winter is a time where you know nature stays thriving even though it doesn't look like it's thriving right on the very surface level it looks like everything's dead right but actually everything's flourishing it's just not on the surface yet and so when i speak about this and i think about like our journey as human beings as spiritual people people on a path of personal development wanting to create amazing lives big dreams whatever it is that you want to call into your life 
we have to stop making those seasons wrong. We have to celebrate in maybe a different way to what we celebrate the big wins and the summer and the spring kind of vibe. But we get to find our power in these moments. And I would even argue that we find our true power in these kinds of moments during death, during decay, when everything's burning down. And since the beginning of my work and my career, um, for those of you who are new or you haven't been around that long, um, when I started my business years ago, I started by talking about confidence and that's still what I talk about now and power and now also sexual wellness. But one of the first ever embodied teachings that I would bring around confidence was around the fact that so often we almost um, soak in this like fake external confidence where we get confidence from looking a certain way or achieving a certain thing or having a certain amount of money or praise or compliments or having this car or this thing whatever it may be and actually that creates this very very precarious house of cards around your confidence because all of those things are outside of you right and they can be taken away at any time right you could have your absolute shit together and you have no idea what life will bring you to maybe take something away to burn something down to lose something. And so if we only build our confidence through those spring and summer moments or through those external things that sure, they're nice to have, it's nice to achieve things. I love having goals. It's nice to have beautiful stuff, but to have true empowered confidence, that's an inner experience. It's an inner foundation. And in my experience, we build and lay the strongest bricks of that inner foundation in our periods of challenge, in our periods where some of the stuff on the outside is stripping away, where you are shedding skins and sitting in the void. And that's not circumstantial power, that's true internal power. But so often when we're in the void, we forget that, right? Because we just want it to be over. We just want to fix it or push through it or find a strategy to get out of it or outsource our power to someone else to help us get through it, right? When actually what if we saw these periods that seem kind of dormant or even seem very destructive where things are burning away, what if we saw that as actually the makings of your deepest power. And it's a lesson that I have taught for a long time, but I'm always still learning it myself. Because yeah, it doesn't always feel very good <laughs> to not know exactly what's next or to notice where you thought you weren't outsourcing your power and you realize like, fuck, I was. Because when it got taken away, I felt like shit. And that was definitely my experience these last 18 months. It was, it was not so much that life tore things away from me. I feel like it was more like an inner death and an inner winter where 
I realized all these places where I was outsourcing my identity, my power, my sense of self to things outside of me. And I hadn't really realized I was doing it, right? I thought I was really aligned. And so something in my inner world started becoming witness to like something here is not quite right. And I started feeling like this impending sense of winter inside of me, even though externally everything was great. I started realizing where I'd outsourced my worth to my success. I started realizing where I'd been distracted by goals and desires that were more from like my ego, um, but even deeper than that, like outsourcing achievements, um, like as a way for, for me to feel like I'd arrived. The, the, way, the way I say that, I've arrived, I, re I recall this because I actually hired um, an amazing hypnotherapist, I actually hired two hypnotherapists at the same time very early on in the year. And uh, I was trying to work through like some money blocks um, because I had really wanted to buy my own home. And I was like, I just have to like work through something. There must be something subconsciously there. And then I can get this house and then I can do all this stuff. And then I'll tick all these boxes. And they were all just kind of like innocent goals that I wanted. But what I realized was that um, through talking to these space holders, I identified that I was, I was trying to create this feeling that I had arrived. These are my words. And so then that began this kind of like deep shit show of a self-inquiry for months and months up until recently where I realized like, well, what does it mean to arrive? Like if I buy a house or if I get all these achievements ticked off, like, like where am I arriving to? You know, and I really understood like not just with my mind, but with my body and very viscerally, viscerally at that moment is that I've been waiting to arrive like my whole life. And the thing is you never do <laughs> because that is not an external destination. And life isn't, right? You know, unless you think of say like your last breath as your final destination. And then I sort of believe in like, you know, multiple lives and things. So not even then. So I realized like, what am I waiting for? Or what is this feeling that I'm seeking? And really what it means to arrive is to arrive or remember your inherent wholeness that was always there. But we forget that because we outsource that sense of having arrived or we outsource that sense of wholeness to these arbitrary things outside of ourselves. And then in the process of that, as we're being guided by the universe or God to, you know, self-actualize and become who we're meant to be, we make the detours or the periods of winter, or the periods of death along that journey wrong. <laughs> and, you know, you would think 
that a revelation like this probably <laughs> wouldn't happen to me at this journey of my career and my teachings because you know a huge part of my work is around death and rebirth and I was in the middle of a death resisting it and I didn't realize until I went within and started really examining that instead of just pushing forward instead of just trying to rise 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 all the time sometimes we have to descend and it's uncomfortable but I can wholeheartedly say and I was saying this to one of my girlfriends yesterday when she said how are you really right now and I said to her you know what I feel the most me the most grounded in me that I've ever been and it has nothing to do with anything outside of me right now I can tell you that I as part of this healing experiment and this period of death as well uh, I also stopped uh, launching things in my business so I didn't launch anything since about March I let my revenue go down I let all the security that I falsely found and that kind of stuff fall away and I said to myself I'm going to intentionally notice how that makes me feel and I'm going to deal with and clean up those feelings of inadequacy or those those ways that I outsource my inner sense of wholeness and groundedness and security to things outside of me that I can't even control but I think I try I think I can control them but I actually can't and it was this awesome experiment and season for me this year to really witness that and to really live that because like I said previously this is one of my original teachings around confidence is the eradication of externalizing our confidence and power to things outside of us and so part of this very very long winter for me even though on the outside it looks like wow everything sort of burned away what I found is like a fire in my heart I guess you know I, I've I've really realized and embodied like on a very real level what it means to be empowered from within you especially during periods where you're shedding skins and when things are falling away and it feels really special because it's exactly what I teach <laughs> Nathaniel said in the comments while I've worked with clients over many years the next level is always going deeper healing and resolving an unconscious unmet need I call this a wound yeah hearing you a hundred percent and the reason I wanted to share these things is because you know it's easy to look around you especially in you know the spiritual world and the self-help community maybe you know even the world of online business if that's your jam and to just kind of think that everyone's always leaping and ascending and growing vertically and it's just like easy and that's how it's supposed to be and if you're not like that then you're not aligned 
I would beg to differ and really argue the opposite. I think part of being aligned is having the courage to look at some of the ugly shit <laughs> and having the courage to pause. It takes courage to pause. It really does because it's much easier and we are very, very much encouraged in the world that we live in to push forward at all costs, to suck it up, to just keep going, to positively think our way out of it, to bypass it. And the truth is you can't bypass winter. <laughs> you can't rush winter, unfortunately, for all of us who love the summer season, right? And if you do do that, if you do try to do that, these lessons and these experiences leak out in other ways, like feeling a, you know, sort of sense of depression in your energy or, you know, feeling unfulfilled even though you're ticking all the boxes or feeling a void inside of you even though everything is great on the outside. And so part of trusting the seasons of our life, which is, you know, the title of this video, is looking for the wisdom and the beauty and where life is calling you forward into deeper self-responsibility and deeper truth within yourself. And I feel like that especially happens in our winter seasons as well. Um, wild soul in flow. I love this username. I feel you so grounded, so lovely to see you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for being here. What are your thoughts of what is going on in the industry? I've been definitely like percolating on that. And part of what I've also learned this year is learning to like go within and really access my own thoughts, perceptions, opinions, and truth from like a grounded and well-considered place. And, you know, part of, part of one of the gifts I think that my parents really gave me growing up was they really taught me two things. They taught me to think critically about things from lots of sides and to form my own opinions. And the second is they really, really both of them embodied a lot of like empathy for other people. And so I feel like these are almost like these ingrained superpowers that I got from my childhood. And so when I see, um, you know, conflicts going on between people, I'm very much not going to jump to conclusions based on like small pieces of information. I like to kind of marinate and think about like where does that sit in alignment with my values, experiences, perceptions, and then how can I also have like a sense of empathy or emotional humility and see different sides of a situation. And so I think there's so many different sides to that conversation. I can really understand where, um, you know, certain voices are coming from and I also have really really learned in the last few years 
that it's it's very important to name things when things what you know when there's distortion because that's how we actually create more conscious conscious communication it's also how um you know if if people have been victimized it's how they reclaim their power is through like using their voice and naming their experiences so i really recognize the courage that that takes um i also think that it's it's so nuanced and i for me personally i um believe that there's a certain way that these discussions need to happen with like a sense of respect for people's humanity um i've also really seen the damage that can be done to people's mental health when there are campaigns against other people and so i guess my answer is a bit of a switzerland answer you know staying kind of neutral even though it's really not a neutral subject at all and there's so much emotion pain nuance to it um but yeah i just i th- i th- i trust that things that are coming out conversations that are happening there's like a greater there's a greater goodness that's emerging from the mess of it all and that makes me happy on a separate note your hair is amazing <laughs> just a massive detour in the nature of the combo do you use extensions and what is your hair routine i do have hair extensions my hair's um quite fine and so i like to have like big leo hair because i feel like otherwise i'm letting my star sign down <laughs> um and I love the Dyson Airwrap. I love the Dyson Airwrap, but um, I usually just like let it kind of dry naturally as much as I can. But yeah, always here for like combos about deep shit and then also like real human things like hair and makeup. I love it. Oh, uh, Astro Forecast said, love this message. This has been a big lesson for me too. Trusting winter instead of trying to rush out of it. Yes, yes, totally. Um, And sort of circling back to this conversation, we as humans, we can choose to go with the flow of nature or resist it. And I think it's really easy to resist it. That actually feels like the easiest path for a lot of people, even though it feels hard as well, uh, because that is what we've been conditioned to do, most of us for our entire life, right? were conditioned to listen to an authority outside of us above our own inner wisdom we are conditioned to suck up our feelings and get on with things at work we are conditioned to you know say that we're we're great when we're not great right we're conditioned to apologize perhaps when we shouldn't be apologizing we're conditioned to keep things in to hold the peace like there's so many ways that we are all taught very explicitly and also implicitly to not listen to the natural rhythm of what our bodies are telling us and also the rhythms of what life is bringing us and so when we choose to tune deeper into this wisdom within and 
to see the diamonds in the rough when it is one of those void periods or those winter periods, I think that's when we really take a lot of our power back and we stop fearing our own darkness. We stop fearing, you know, our humanness. And I think this piece especially is very important if you are someone who is in the spiritual world or engaging in, you know, spiritual work um, and self-help. There's so much beautiful wisdom about, you know, positive thinking and gratitude and those things are amazing, right? And I believe in those things too and a lot of those things really do work. But it's kind of like one side of a coin for me in that can we really have true gratitude and positivity if we don't also address and learn to love like the more human dark parts of our experience? In my opinion, no. Um, I feel like when we fear our darkness or we don't want to sit there or we don't want to face the darkness of what's there, we actually like in part cut ourselves off from our true source of power and our true sense of spiritual connection. Because if you think of spirituality, in my version of spirituality, you know, nature is, is a huge part of spirituality. And so if I'm resisting or cutting off or like um, saying like, I'm separate to this, that's fine for nature, but I need to always be happy in this way. I'm actually severing my connection to spirit. And when I fear that, I'm fearing being loved by the universe, by God, by spirit, and loving myself in all of my shades of humanness. I think like the hardest parts of ourselves that we the parts of ourselves we find hardest to love I really think that that's when we like touch the divine because we like when we love those parts or when we're on the journey to embracing those parts I think that's when we touch the divine and I think that's when we truly feel into that river of personal power that's also like divine power being orchestrated through you can you imagine what the world would be like if every single person knew how to love their darkness more or every single person wasn't afraid to address their patterns and do their shadow work and to be able to love themselves in like a really hard moment and to respond from that self-love rather than to react from a sense of not enough or a sense of being afraid. I think the world would be completely different. And I think we wouldn't fear the things burning down and the skins that we shed and the letting go that's part of not only a spiritual path, but it's part of life. Life is about seasons, letting go, growth, but also renewal and regeneration and reciprocity. 
And on that last note of reciprocity, your spring and your summer and your lights and your periods of life that are like the high highs, these seasons are in reciprocity with your seasons of grief and death and confusion and learning to love yourself there. They're not enemies, they're not separate. I imagine them in like an infinity loop where it's like, oh, where does one start and the other end? I don't know. And it's a very three, five human design thing of me to say, because that's what it's like for us. <laughs> All of this, highs, lows, lessons, um, but if you are also a 3-5, by the way, part of a 3-5's power is learning how to, um, you know, really reframe, reimagine our relationship to failure. And that doesn't just mean like, oh, I tried this thing and it failed. It can also be those seasons in our life where things are harder and we feel like we are just failing as a human because it's not going a certain way three fives are here to try loads of shit fuck up loads of shit and then like deliver the wisdom to everyone else right and so this this particular video is for everyone but if you are three five this video is definitely for you because your greatest gifts pearls of wisdom um you know loving information for others comes through the reciprocity of all these seasons. I think this is most of what I wanted to speak to. If you have any questions and you want to leave them in the comments, now would be the time. Um, just looking, I did make a few notes for this because as I said before, I was a little bit nervous having not done a video in so long and I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh, I did write this and I like it. So embracing the darkness allows the darkness to become a spiritual cradle for your inner light and the next season of your life. I love that. I've been in this cradle for like over here. <laughs> I'm ready to emerge. Well, beauties, if there's no questions, um, my deepest thanks and gratitude for tuning in and listening. I hope you were able to take something away that helped you with whatever you're moving through. Um, or, you know, if you know someone who's moving through it and you want to share this video with them be my guest. I would love that. And um, just a last word, you know, it's a, it's a funny time of year for a lot of people right now. So give yourself grace, right? Give yourself compassion. Be patient with yourself. Don't push or pressure yourself to try and, you know, rush this timeline, whatever timeline you're on right now. And just see if you can sink in and allow this season to be what it is and allow yourself to learn and grow and face it with courage. I think that's all we can really ask for of ourselves. So thank you. I will save this. 
you want to watch it back it's also going to go on the podcast uh, so thank you so much for tuning in and uh, if you are wanting to you know get more in touch with yourself and be supported in your own seasons winter spring summer autumn uh, let me know and you can message me about the different offerings that might be supportive for you sending you guys so much love love yourself fiercely today I'll be on some more live videos soon so I'll see you soon Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this episode ignited you, expanded you, and enriched your heart, your mind, your life in some way. If it did, reach out on Instagram. My handle is this is Amy Rushworth, or you can head over to my website for all my courses, retreats, and magical offerings at amyrushworth.com. If the show feels like a vibe for you, make sure you subscribe. And if you have 60 seconds to rate and review, or even to just share the show with a friend, I would be so, so, so grateful and it helps more amazing, beautiful people like you to discover this show and to improve their lives for the better. Stay tuned for the next episode and until then, I'm sending you strength, grace, ferocious courage and a friendly reminder to always love yourself fiercely and to go out there and live your most unapologetic life.